When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So many compelling topics. So many compelling topics, and we're on the eve of starting week four of the National Football League. And getting into the fourth week of the season. Here is my ultimate dream this weekend for Philadelphia sports fans. I pray to God Josh Harris brings every single Sixer person and puts them in the booth. I pray that Joel Embiid is wearing a commander's uniform at Lincoln Financial. I pray to God that they do cutaways to him cheering his commander team so that every Philly fan will know that carpetbagger is a scumbag. And all the things he told you about a process were exposed on Sunday. I don't want to hope for anything where they hide his incompetence. I want it exposed. But you know what? Hey, I bet you the NFL is definitely cognizant of that. Have to be cognizant. I guarantee you the NBA and the NFL have had a conversation with Fox. Guarantee you. Don't do any cutaways or show the guy cheering his commander team. Okay? I I guarantee you. I want that guy exposed. He don't give a shit about you. He's trying to build an arena downtown, take more advantage of the Philadelphia sports fans. He's bringing in the enemy this weekend. I don't care how you slice it. Oh, he has every right to own. Great. But you would... You would own a team that contradicted what you sell season tickets for the 76ers for by having a team that the Philadelphia sports fans hate. Redskins, Commanders, that's one of the teams you guys hate since you were born. Am I right? Hey, man, you can have all these rivalries, 49ers, Bears, Giants, Cowboys, Skins, you grew up hating those teams. Am I right? Am I right? You could talk to me about the Chiefs, the Dolphins. There's only three other teams you give a shit about in Haiti. Dude, I pray they show that guy. Does he have a right to own... Multiple teams across different leagues? Absolutely. You don't have a right to be a con man, though. He's a con man. He's a total con man. Look, I'll tell you this. If he had won a world championship with the 76ers, okay, he had won. Wouldn't you be more apt to do this? Tone, born and raised there. Hey, Tone, right? Everyone. That guy had won an NBA title. In Philly, and he bought the commanders. You'd be like this. Um, you know, 
he did bring a championship to Philly. You know, so there's got to be some balance here to this. So I get it, you know, but dude, when you have an MVP player and he's going to go down potentially in history as the only MVP never to make it to a conference final. And he's trying to talk to you about some process. He's a bullshit artist. Right. Most people wouldn't give it. He had delivered an NBA title. Most people wouldn't give a shit in Philly. You wouldn't care. I pray they have that. Oh, my God. Joel Embiid with a commander's uniform on Sunday in the box. Could that happen? Absolutely. You know why? Those NBA players don't give a shit where they play. They care about direct deposits. They don't care about jersey colors. They care about greenbacks. That's all they care about, dude. It's all they care about. It's what you get when you get guaranteed contracts. Give a shit about people around you. Look across the landscape of the NBA. Hey, good for them. Am I jealous? Absolutely. <laughs> look, at, look at Burpee. It goes like this. What's the NBA? Greed, man. Totally agreed. I pray that thing totally gets exposed. Can't wait. I hope they catch him cheering, too. And some would go like this. Boy, you're petty. Petty? Have you seen what season ticket prices are for NBA tickets? You want to know what petty is? You're damn right I'm petty. I don't have the disposable income that Josh Harris has. Fans have to save money up. Petty? Dude, maybe in the 80s you could. That comes off petty. Not today. Okay? Not today. You don't have disposable income. All right. Before I get into something, I heard something on Sports Take today that I took issue with. And not the guys, but how sometimes things are presented. Um, I do want to say this before we get going. And it, and it refers to Deion Sanders. Is Deion Sanders the modern-day coach in the light of Tiger Woods? Isn't Dion bringing the Tiger Woods effect to college football? And you're the perfect fan base. Pro football fans don't really like college football. They think it's amateur. But haven't you caught yourself watching more college football this year because of Dion? 10 million people watched a game that was a blowout between Oregon and in Colorado, 10 million, even after the fact they were watching it. Dude, haven't you, you're perfect for this because Philadelphia, New York, they don't watch college football unless it's like Notre Dame, some Penn, some Penn State. This guy's got like a DM. Dude, more fans are watching college football than ever before. And it's because of Sanders. He's bringing you the Tiger. I don't watch golf. I watch Tiger. Now, I love college football. But I'm watching. Hey, I'm looking forward to USC in Colorado this weekend. I'm, I'm, to, I'm really looking forward to it. He's bringing more NFL fans 
to the game of college football. Okay. I, I, I want to ask you something. I heard something today. And it made me look at how you perceive certain people versus other people. You think Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback than Sam Howell? I heard people today saying Sam Howell's not connecting with his players. He's been sacked 19 times. Um, Sam Howell has a long way to go as a starting quarterback. Quez goes, yes, it's not close. I hate this show. I'm here every day. Well, let's take a look at that and see if your guy is better than Sam Howell. Three games are a trend. That's what I was told by NFL coaches. So Jalen Hurts so far this year is 20th in passing yards. Sam Howell 17th. Jalen Hurts in attempts is 21st. Sam Howell's 17th. Completions. Jalen Hurts is 18th in the NFL in quarterbacks. Sam Howell's 15th. Completion percentage. This is a good one for Jalen. He's 10th. Howe is 15th. Yards per game, Jalen's 20th. Howe 17th. Touchdown passes, Jalen's 13th. Howe 17th. QBR, Jalen's 23rd. Howe's 25th. He's not playing better than Sam Howe. He's having a Sam Howe season. Everything that he has done in the passing game is a reflection of what Howell's doing in Washington. Where are you saying he's having a better year? He has a, he and Sam, Sam Howell beats him in every single passing statistic so far out of the gate, but two, and it's close in the other two. So when you say Howell's having a bad year and he still has a long way to go, your guy's playing at the Sam Howe level. Three games in. Three games in, he and Sam Howe are putting up the same offensive passing attack. So when you tell me that Sam Howe is struggling, so is your boy. He's playing as well as hell. How am I wrong? Your passing game is Washington. You're winning because of running the ball and defense, not your quarterback. Your quarterback's not a factor here. He's Sam Howell. Every number I just put out there, anybody can look them up. And 
They're two and one. Not horrible. And they beat an Arizona team that Dallas got run over by. It's crazy how people try to formulate and put into something that Jalen's tempted. Jalen has not played anywhere near. He's on pace right now for 3,600 passing yards. He's not going to have 17 picks, 17 touchdowns, 561 rushing yards. And all these elite quarterbacks, he's got to be the only guy that's making $50 million a year that have just as many rushing touchdowns as passing touchdowns. Jalen Hurts, so far this year, has regressed. Or to be fair, the passing attack in Philadelphia has regressed. That's the trend. Tell me I'm wrong. Give me one positive. One positive so far. And again, three three games are trends. So when you say Sam Howell has a long way to go, Hertz is playing at his level right now. And so here, Jalen playing to win and protect leads, Howell playing for his career in a contract. He's playing Sam Howell football. No way to look at it. He's not playing. You think he's an elite guy right now? He's not. He's nowhere near those guys. This is an illusion. (laughs) Totally. That you think your quarterback is outplaying Sam Howell. He's not. 19 sacks. Holding on to the ball to you. Hell, I'll give him that. I understand that. The roll line is nowhere near Jalen Hurts. And by the way. How's doing what Jalen's doing this year with lesser talent? <laughs> People go like this. Yes, he is playing better. Where? Where's he playing better? In the run game? One dimensional? One read? So when you keep telling me that he's up there with those elite guys, he's playing. How can you sit here? After three games going into the fourth game this week, telling me that your quarterback is an elite quarterback when he is not playing elite. By the way, that's not just a case for Philly. The guy in Cincinnati's not playing elite. The guy the last two weeks in Buffalo was playing elite. Week one, he wasn't. Okay? Sills, you don't get Philly fans. I don't have any idea what that means. We don't fall in love with quarterbacks. We don't need Jalen to be Mahomes. We need him to do what he can to do to win. That has nothing to do whether it has anything to do with Philly. Dude, quite frankly, I don't give a shit about what that comment is. I'm a football man. I am a football man. Don't get... That doesn't sway me. Whether you're a Wyoming person or a South Philly person. That's why I don't bullshit you and tell you, well, our guy's playing great. They're lying in Philly. They're lying. 
You're lying to. Playing Sam Howe football. And you know how people throw shade on it and cover it? You know, it's just not really hitting on all cylinders. Hitting on all cylinders? It hasn't even started the car yet. You're three games in. No excuses, I told you on Monday. That shit's over with. And you still haven't started the car yet. And you're like, okay, you're 3-0. and You'll never win a Super Bowl with the way you're playing right now. Not on a chance in hell. And you haven't started the car yet. When are you going to start the car? This weekend? Are you going to start the car this weekend? Sure hope so. The fact is he's struggling and winning is a scary thing because when they put it all together. Okay, so when they flip that switch. Okay, when will that be? So another week you want. Okay, I'll make a deal with you. I'll give you another week. I'll give you another week. Fair enough. You want another week? Let's see if this thing gets started. You got Rod Rivera and you got Jack Del Rio. Two pretty good defensive-minded guys. He should put up some pretty good numbers against his team. Do you not agree? Do you not agree? Or do we have to wait another week? The Jets? What do you want to do? I'll barter this out. When are you going to start the car? Okay? What if he's still sick? You make $50 million. What if he's still sick? (laughs) Well, guys like Michael Jordan play through the flu and all that and win NBA titles. That's what the elite people do. Okay? That's what elite people do. Play through injuries, play through sickness. That stuff is sidebar conversation. Jordan had 106 temperature. And you guys are comparing him to Jordan. Okay? Did you make your Super Bowl prediction yet, Dan? Yeah, I have. I told you. Cowboys and Bills. Peter, he's not 20 and 1. He's 26 and 11. Don't tell 75% of the story. That's a lie. He's 26 and 11. The guy in Baltimore has a higher win percentage than him. He wins more games. Jalen got to a Super Bowl. So did Garoppolo. When are you going to start the engine? By the way, let's ask this question. Do you think Jalen Hurts has regressed this year? Why won't anyone bring that conversation up? You have all the same tools back. You're going to blame a coordinator. Okay. Why didn't you blame the coordinator when Frank Reich left for Carson Wentz? You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't seemingly blame the coordinator then. You blamed Wentz. Now you're blaming the coordinator, Brian Johnson. Correct? You didn't blame the coordinator for Carson Wentz. You blamed Wentz. Now you're blaming the coordinator. Okay. Now we did get on the coordinator. The coordinator was Doug. The coordinator was um, more Doug Peterson 
Doug's the one calling plays. So you blame Doug. Okay? Doug calls plays. He's the play caller. Okay? So you blame Doug. Guy won the Super Bowl for you. All right. Just, just has Jalen Hurts regressed so far this year? Yes or no? Not a statistic where he's in the top 10 except for the completion percentage, which is good. That's 10th. Hey, that's showing accuracy, but the rest of them are in the 20s. Keon says no. Sam Howe beats him in almost every single passing statistic so far going into this Sunday game. So do you think Sam Howe's playing well? Personally, I don't. I think he's playing for a first-year starter. Okay. Nothing to write home about, especially the 19 sacks. But that's a young player's inability to see pressure. That happens. Sills, you said you want to play the best ball in January and February. Now you're crying. No, no, no. I'm asking you right now, is Jalen Hurts playing elite football? Has he regressed? I'm not talking about January. I'm talking of, and and get this. How many weeks are you going to use the excuse that the offense will kick in the gear? You're going on a month now. Jesus, criminy. So you're telling me the coaches didn't have this offense prepared correctly, including the head coach. Somebody tell me, why is this thing not out of the gate with, here, let, let's take a look at this. How many pro bowlers are on that offense? Malata, Johnson, Kelsey, um, AJ, Devontae, and Hurt. You got seven of the 11. You got seven Pro Bowlers, and you haven't started the car yet. So you got a month, you're going on a month. He has regressed so far. Coordinators are why. I'm not going to dismiss that. Brady and Bill won ugly at times. So now you're comparing Jalen Hurts to Tom Brady. You're right. They won. You're right. And not one, one hit. AJ doesn't drop those two passes. Dude, he's got three picks. Jalen is considered a top three quarterback. Where? Not this year. Only in perception. Hoss, what you did last year is in the rearview mirror. Ask the Eagles. That's old news. You guys are giving credit for something that happened 13 months ago. New year, man. This is what I told you before about being elite. Elite is consistently being consistent. Every year, Brady wasn't the greatest passer of all time. He was the most consistent of all time. That's what separated him from Aaron Rodgers and Peyton Manning. Not a one-year wonder. 
You're right, Sills, but when is Dak going to start the car? Dak is so on the hot seat right now that it is blazing hot. There's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Hey, by the way, you want to put Jalen on the same hot seat that Dak Prescott's on? Go right ahead. I'm not. Because Jalen's early in his career. What I'm trying to do here is tell you, pump the brakes on your guy. You got a long way to go before you call that guy elite. Top three. Best quarterback in the NFL when he's playing Sam Howell football. He's playing Sam Howell football. And the only thing you're going on, you want to give him a historical one year on calling him a great quarterback. That's absurd. I'll tell you this. He's played more average football games in his career than he's played better games. The Super Bowl, he gets a lot of he gets a lot of love for me on that. But the 2021 year was not hot. And so far this year, he's not been good at all. He's got about 18 games where he's been okay. <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about here? When I watch Mahomes play or I watch any of these other guys like Allen, there's something special about those guys. I'm not, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm looking at Sam Howell here. Isn't it funny how people present Howell in a, hey, and by the way, I don't think Sam Howell's playing good ball. I think he's okay. Look at this. Look at the conversation over here and how people are denying what I'm saying. Sam Howell has more passing yards. Sam Howell has more attempts. Sam Howell has more completions. Sam Howell has more yards per game. Sam Howell has more touchdown passes. Sam Howell is just 3% or three places outside of QBR to your quarterback. And you're trying to tell me he's in the same category as Tua Tagovailoa and Mahomes and those guys? He's not playing at that level. That's elite. And you're like, well, it's only three. Well, we're going on a month. Is Brock Purdy elite? He's playing way better ball. We played New England and Tampa Bay. You know, when you're a great team, the opponent is not the issue. It's you. You think you roll into a game, you're going, oh, my God, look who it is. It's Tampa Bay and it's New England. You go in there going like this. They should be saying it's the Eagles. I said it yesterday, and I'll say it again. You'll never win a Super Bowl like this, ever. It, you have no shot. You're going to win games this year, a ton of them. Won't win the game, though. No way. Quarterback playing Sam Howell football? Not happening. Not happening. Let's take a look at this, too. So after this week, this is what your schedule looks like. You got the Rams in Los Angeles. Win. You got the Jets. It's going to be a pretty good little battle to see what 
Sam Howe slash Jalen Hurts does versus the Jets defense. Since the Jets are pissing and moaning right now about um, Robert Saylor falling on the sword for a guy who's incompetent at the quarterback position in Zach Wilson. Then you got the Dolphins in week seven, and you got Washington in Washington. You should probably win three of those four games. You're not beating Miami. Um, you're not good enough to beat Miami. I just saw some elite is winning. Okay. So then you constitute um, Jimmy Garoppolo as elite. He wins. He's 47 and 17, 47 and 19. He's elite. Okay. If that's your metric, you can't just use it for him and say Garoppolo sucks. You can't. Jimmy G sucks. He wins. He's 49 and 17. Five and two in the postseason. Took a team to the Super Bowl like your guy. He sucks. Your guy's good. And your guy's playing Sam Howe football. Rationalize this out to me. Rationalize this out. How do you rationalize that out? You take one metric to fit your guy. But when it's over here on this guy, you don't buy that metric for him because your eyeball test, you think. I'll tell you this. I saw Jimmy G go into Green Bay and win a playoff game. I've seen him go into Dallas and win a playoff game. I saw him also a quarter away from winning a Super Bowl. Giants blitz 84.6% of the plays versus Purdy. Okay, you don't like Hurts. That's not what we're doing here. Like has nothing to do with it. I don't know Jalen Hurts from a rock in the ocean. I don't care to. I could care less about liking. As an Eagle fan, you're absolutely correct, and the fans are not realizing the offense and defensive line. Your offense and defensive lines are so good. You win because of those two guys. You're winning ball games because you are exceptionally elite. In my opinion, a lot of guys can play quarterback in Philly. Just like a lot of guys like DeAndre Swift can run behind that line. I really don't think it's your guy. So you think Jalen Hurts goes to Chicago and does the same thing, or does he look like Justin Fields there? Pretty much the same talent except for the old line. You think he goes there and he puts up an MVP numbers? I bet you Mahomes goes up there and win 10 games. Allen, too. You know why those guys don't have a lot of talent around them? It's them. They don't have A.J. Brown and Devontae. And Goddard and Swift and the best old line in foot. They don't have that. How are you not clicking out of the gate with all that talent? Doesn't don't you question that? How your offense? I heard from the morning to the night, from radio to TV, 
How are you continuing to use this excuse? Well, it's not clicking yet. Why? There's not another offense in the NFL with more talent than in Philadelphia. Why aren't you clicking? Oh, I know. It's the coordinator. (laughs) Okay. So this is Brian Johnson's fault. You're looking for excuses and scapegoats. Instead of putting in the mirror here what the whole problem is. The NFL caught up with your guy. And he's struggling at seeing the the field. As I said, he's playing Sam Howell football. Howie was smart with the contract to keep talent. Okay? But yet, get this. How about this? What's even more remarkable? Do you know who the best coach on that Philadelphia coaching staff is right now? It's your D coordinator. He has been sensational. Sensational. He has been sensational. For the amount of talent that you don't have at certain positions, and for them to be playing, tell you what, Jonathan Gannon had to go get players off the ice cream stand. Those two guys in the middle, and you're not even getting shit from Hassan Reddick yet. I don't think that's going to continue. I think that guy's going to take off like he did last year. Why do I say that? Well, he's had three years in a row of it. You have to give him the benefit of the doubt. You totally have to give him the benefit. You give him the benefit because you saw what he did last year. He started slow, and you're like, okay, okay. You can't put that guy's face on a milk carton yet. Plus, he's been banged up in his hand. I get it all, man. Hand strength is important. Okay, you're really not getting to the quarterback. Your two tackles are. Everyone else is kind of, I mean, Sweat's kind of getting there. And by the way, Zach Cunningham hasn't been horrible. He hasn't. What Sean Desai is doing on that side of the ball, fantastic job so far. Even with, but we knew this was going to have to come along a little bit slower. Mitchell has a better record on the Colts than with the Birds. Sure. Okay. Great. Morrow, not bad. Okay. Does it matter who gets there? Not sure what that means. Stoutland's the best coach on the team. Well, not in pass protection. Your quarterback's getting smacked. And your passing, your passing game is not good. You're Sam Howell. Safeties have been okay. Blankenship has been a surprise. Carter has been sensational. Davis proved even to the Eagle coaches. He's turning into a three-down guy. Now the question mark will be, can he play 17? We'll see. Great start. Great start. Milton Williams is playing well. Okay? 
Don't you feel stupid lying to lying to fans? Where am I lying? I took this off of ESPN.com. Where am I lying? I think that coordinator's done a spectacular job. Hertz was sacked only once versus the Bucks. Pass pro may be turning the corner. Sure ain't the passing game. Could be. Bucks can get after you. Okay? Bucks can get after you. Did a nice job on Shaq Barrett and them dudes. Absolutely. This will be a nice test here. This, they got really good coaching in Washington. They got really good coaching. You got Biennemi, Ron Rivera, and you got Jack Del Rio. Two guys have been head coaches and one guy should be. Jalen is learning a new system to add to the art. So there's a new, since when is there a new system? I give him credit for that. Let him learn and get better. What are you talking? So there's, I, I was told it's the same system. What are you talking about? This is not a new system. It's the same system that they ran a year ago. They're not throwing screens. I thought we'd see more screen plays with DeAndre Swift in there. We have seen none of that. How about implementing a little of that? You are, your tight end is a non-factor. Where's this new where's this new scheme? What are you talking about? Clearly, you're saying Jalen is the issue. In the passing game? Absolutely. He's playing Sam Howe ball. Anthony, he is in the 20s in passing. Your passing is 25th. What was the passing last year for the Eagles? What were they last year? I'm crazy. Where? He's on pace for 3,600 yards. There's not a chance he'll throw for four grand. Sam Howe ball? I'll do it again for you, Sue. Yards? Jalen, 20th. Howe, 17th. Attempts? Jalen, 21st. Howe, 17th. Completions? Hurts, 18th. 15th, Howe. Completion percentage? Jalen's 10th. Howe's 15th. He gets them there. Yards per game, House 17th, Jalen's 20th. Um, touchdown passes, House 17th, Jalen's 20th. QBR, he's 25th, and Jalen's 23rd. He's playing Sam Howe football. And we're a month into the year. And he's on pace for 36. He's not going to throw 17 picks. Not a chance. But he's on pace for 17 touchdowns. I'll ask you one last time. His running? I wouldn't write home about it this year. He's running less. Do you think Jalen Hurts has regrets this year? And here's going to be the excuse. Well, the offense is not clicking. You're a month into the season. It's not clicking. Well, when? This weekend? You want another week? Or another week after that? You're just mad because Baker Mayfield played. Yeah, okay. 
<laughs> He's winning? No, no, no. The defense and the O-line and the run game's winning. He's not winning. Jalen Hurts has had no factor in winning these games. Your running attack, do you understand you're running the ball more than you're throwing it? And today's NFL that throws the ball, the rules are set up for that. This is not, you're playing 1990s football. 1990s is not going to win a Super Bowl. I know it's kind of hard for some of you to digest this, but it's who you, I'm telling you who you are right now. Now, to what Tone just said a couple minutes ago, past probe and proves. Until I see Jalen have a really good game, he hasn't. So as of right now, three games in, going into the Washington game, he's not played well. You're telling me Sam Howell's not playing well. Neither is this guy. They're in the same boat. <laughs> but you want to take last year's here, – here, well, you know, he finished second in the NBA. That's nothing to do with this year. Carson Wentz was a runner-up MVP. <laughs> he was a runner-up MVP. Big deal. Cares about that. Cares about being consistently good and getting better every year, every game. We're a month into this. You with statistics. No, they're called trends. That's what players are told. Okay? You guys can defend your guy all you want. He's playing Sam Howe football. There's no getting around it. You could tell me all about last year. Great. Rearview mirror shit. I'm talking about now. Right now. Okay? Today. I'm not going to... No, 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 no. Tone? Tone, no, 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 no. That's a, that's, a, that's a good way to center it, Tone. I'm not abandoning ship. You're missing the point here, guys. Not you, Tone. You're missing the point. Let this quarterback still show you that he can be the elite quarterback you want. You're rushing this. Why pass 100 times and you can get 68 yards? Because you'll never win a Super Bowl one-dimensional. So you're telling me they stopped the run. Team stops to run in the playoffs. And you have no passing game. You're not winning. You have to have some passing game. You can't be in the, you can't be 25th and win. Okay. I know some of you are having a tough time with understanding that he's having the same season that Sam Howell's having. Sam Howell's having the same season Hertz is having right now. Month in. With lesser talent. He is. I can't hear it. I don't want to believe it. It's true. Funny? I don't think it's funny when you're paying a guy $50 million to have Sam Howell numbers. Now, am I saying Jalen Hurts and Sam Howell are on the same page? No. That could be as good as Sam Howell gets. But you guys had 
The MVP? Well, the MVP has lowered his standards down to Sam Howe. Not his standards, but his play. One, again, has Hurts regressed this year? Answer the question, yes or no. Here, for some of you that it may hurt a little more, has the offense regressed? And don't blame Brian Johnson. He's part of it all, but it ain't him. It's all of them in my book. Has the, uh, look at this, no, no, no. No, you don't think your offense has regressed this year. We'll just do this. Let's take Hertz's name out of it. No, no. I do not think we have regressed. I just don't think we're playing well right now. You're a month into the season. And you haven't even played the tough part of your schedule yet. I, I, I mean, here, I'll tell you what. I'll give you guys every excuse you want. You're not even playing elite teams yet. Just saying, you're not, I mean, Minnesota, New England, and Washington, those three teams won't make the playoffs. You haven't played a playoff team yet. And you're not even into really the meat of your schedule yet. When are you going to get better? If you're not getting better against those teams, you think you're going to click it against the Dolphins? Man, I, 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 I'm sorry. I, I have a different approach in how I see things. And I, I, I don't see it. I don't see it how you guys are at all. All that talent on a team, it's hard to believe the production just went away. They have no choice but to get back on track. Tone, you sound like a coach now. I completely agree. Eagles are seventh in scoring. You, I get it. You better be. Seventh in scoring because of your running game, not because of your quarterback. He's 20th in TD passes. And he's got as many rushing touchdowns as he does passing touchdowns. No $50 million guy has that. You're not paying Jalen Hurts to run for touchdowns. You're paying him because he's supposed to be one of those elite dudes. He's Sam Howell right now. He knows this, though. Now, to Tone's point, and some of your points, here is the point. And, 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 hey, there's just too much talent on that side of the ball. Get this. The most – when you can't hit God or there's something wrong. Let me ask you this. All of you, have you been more impressed with the defense than the offense this year? 
then don't you think that he may improve? Yes, 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 through the season, yes. Guys worth that good. I all of yes. But why the slow start on offense? I think the defense has actually started quicker than I thought. How about this? The defense has actually been more of a surprise to me this year. And wouldn't you, hey, Tone, everyone, don't you think the defense is further along than we thought? I, I, I think it's further along. I was thinking week eight. I don't know. This thing looks like maybe week six. As you get into the part of the season where you're going to take on some of these good guys, you may be at that pace of a year ago. How could the team and the side of the ball have the lesser talent be trending in a higher rate than the team that has the most talent, the offense? How can that be? The money's on the offensive side, not the defensive side. That side of the ball, I'm shocked. How good it's looked. I've been saying it the last couple of weeks. The defense isn't much further, is much further ahead than the offense. The Eagles are 3 0 because of that defense. Absolutely, man. Dude, Carter and Davis. Hey, tell you what, some of you were sitting there saying that Davis is going to bounce back. He sure looks it. Sills, you're a genius, you know. I'm sorry. Hey, Tone, can you put that last super chat up? Um, Davis. Sills, you're a genius, you know, how to fire up super chats. Bear, thank you. Bear, I'm... Dude, this wasn't something I went to bed going, hey, I know we'll get everybody up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do that. I'm not that smart and calculated. I promise you I'm not. Okay? <laughs> I told you, I'm exactly like the Joker, okay? I chase ambulances. I don't, I don't, I'm not that, I'm not that smart. How are you, Big Seals? You praise Dallas and San Francisco for being, I'm sorry, it's going really fast for me. Tone, can you put that up there again for me, please? Um, That last super chat, I apologize to you guys. I don't want you guys, Seals. How are you, Big Sills? You praise Dallas and San Francisco for being better. They haven't won Super Bowls in decades. Defense is surprising. Ace, I don't give a shit about five decades ago. Okay? I don't care about that. I care about now, 2023. Stay focused with me. Okay? <laughs> hey. Your defensive side of the ball has been the biggest. Here, here have been your stars so far. DeAndre Swift, Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, Reed Blankenship, Josh Sweat. I've named one offensive guy. You know, I don't really think Slay has sucked either. I don't think that Darius Slay has sucked either. Smitty, he was a non-factor last game. Still, 
It's not because of him. It's because the quarterback can't find him. He, he gets – you, you want to know what you can see with him on a 22. The old line has not been great. Great running, yes. Not really too much pass protection. And in the pass game. Pass game, zero. 25th. Um, do you know what you see with Devontae Smith? Put on a 22 if you ever have access to it. When the play's not coming to him. He runs every play like it's coming to him. That is such a great, well-coached, well-disciplined player. I mean, there is no doubt about it. It was about how, it was about now, but I'm with you, my friend. We win because we simply out-talent the other teams. No defensive front can deal with our O-line. New England did. Likewise, our D-line makes the opponent one-dimensional. Nasty, that's, hey, Nasty, you're, you're two fronts. Do I think your defensive front is better this year than it was a year ago? Now, look, if I'm going to use that same – now, here, here's where I don't – here's where I don't change off my metric like you guys do. If I'm going to look at the first three games for Hurts in the offense, I'm going to – I have to use that same metric for the D-line. So why does D.C. decide get credit for lesser talented defense, yet O.C. should be – excluded from criticism when he has more talent on offense. I'm not sure what that means. Hurts threw for 277 and two picks. And he's 17th in passing yards. Um, Time of possession is not because of your passing game. It's because of your running attack. Okay? Your D-lines and O-lines, this year, are they better than a year ago? I don't think your offensive line over three games has been great. I think it's been good. Your run blocking, they're going back to basics. They're simplifying the offense. That's how you do it when you run. Low turnovers, Jalen's turning the ball over more. He is. And so they went to running the ball. They basically took the football out of his hands and went with the – do you understand you're paying – this is why, too, Jalen Hurts you're paying $50 million to, something Boomer Sison said. You're taking the ball out of the hands of a guy that's making $50 million and putting it into the hands of a guy making $2.5 million in DeAndre Swift. That's learning to live with your salary. Dan Marino couldn't do it. He could not do it. That's why he never won. Dan Marino went 12-4 and four every year. Went to one Super Bowl and was destroyed by the Niners because they had balance. Cousins has 1,000 yards passing. What's his record? We're not talking about a shitty Vikings team. New coordinators. Wasn't there a slow start? On defense, Asias called plays before in the NFL. Johnson needs more time. So you're telling me, with seven of the 11 guys on offense that are pro bowlers, it's, Sean, it's Brian Johnson's fault. You're pathetic. Pathetic. Excuse makers. The side gets credit, yet Johnson doesn't get the blame. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
The players get the credit on that side of the defense. Then Desai, he's got lesser talent. Yeah, he's got lesser talent. Don't you see that? How are you not looking at that? He's got first-year starters and many. You lost five of your top tacklers. On that side of the ball, you lost a back who looks like you replaced and a guard. And on that side of your ball, you lost the number two tackler in the NFL right now and the number 10 tackler in the NFL in Kaiser White. You got a brand-new safety position, and you're looking for a new slot guy. Yeah. And you lost 10 sacks in your DT. Yeah, he gets more credit. Yes. Yes. He gets more credit. Dude, 3-0? and these, these dumbass 3-0 and things. Yes, I'd rather be 3-0 and than 2-1. Of course. Fool's gold. Fool's gold. <laughs> Fool's gold. College football. That's where that shit matters. NFL, NFC title game, AFC title game, Super Bowl. Nobody cares what your record is. That's all that matters. He's 20 and 1. No, he's not. No, he's not. Keep winning. Keep winning. You will never win a Super Bowl with the offense playing this way. Now, will it get better? Okay, we're a month in. How is it going to get better? How is it going to get better? You're going to be playing better teams. Tell me. How is it going to get better? Last year, Hurts had nine games with under 250 yards passing. So as well as he played, he still wasn't terrible effective as a passer. Yeah, but they're asking him to run less this year, Nasty. Beginning of the season last year, Hurts was the running back along with Sanders that was the factor in the run game. This year, it's Swift and Swift alone. Mike Evans only had 60 yards. Thank you for the update. I can read. As defenses come up in the box to stop the run. That's right. That's a great take. Bear, that's what's going to start happening. Okay? You're going to drop five in the box. You're going to put them down, and you're going to make Hurts win from the pocket. I don't think he can. I don't think he can. So where's it getting better? Was Jalen Hurts a one-year wonder? I'm not anywhere near saying that. I'm, 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 I'm totally not believing that. Based on your logic, Cousins has 1,000 yards, so he's better. No, I'm telling you, Jalen Hurts is pl- has the same numbers right now as Sam Howell. That's what I said. He's playing as well as Sam Howell. And you're telling me Sam Howell sucks. Actually, Hertz had six games under 180, and it seemed to work last year. What's my point? 
you're telling me you think that offense looks as good as it did a year ago. How dumb. Holy cow. Some of you guys are ridiculous. Every single human being in Philadelphia is using this excuse. Well, it's early and, you know, they haven't hit their stride yet. We're a month into the season. You have no more excuses here, dude. He's playing the same ball here. Week in and week out, I haven't seen any improvement. Have you really seen improvement from Hertz so far in 12 quarters? Have you? And Sam Howe, I give him the credit. He's a first-year starter. Of course, Keon's seeing improvement when he's down in the 20s and your passing offense is 25th. <laughs> and your QB uh, is on pace right now to throw for 3,600 yards less than what he did a year ago. It, look, the point I'm trying to make to you is that he's got a long way to go still. He's not a wily veteran. NFL, dude. They, I've seen guys have great years in the NFL and turn around. Shit, you saw one with Wentz. You couldn't even answer, honestly. 90% of you today couldn't answer, honestly that the offense has regressed so far. You're right. Hour two will be a different topic because I'm not going to debate it now because there is no debate. And if you don't want to use the word regressed, it's completely underperforming. No actual Eagle fan cares about the passing game. Really? As much as you do. Did you see what that guy just said? No Eagle fan cares about the passing game. You don't care about the passing game. And yet you paid a quarterback $50 million and a wide receiver $25 million. You don't care about the passing game. Again, it's idiotic conversation when some of you don't see the money that's being spent on the offensive side of the ball. For in hey, real quick. You got 25 million, 50, that's 75 and two players, 15 in the tight end, that's 90, 30 million between your two offensive tackles, that's 120. You're set, you got $145 million of your $219 million salary cap on one side of the ball, and you don't give a shit about the passing game. Okay. You make no sense. You make no sense. It's okay. It's come to it. Yeah. 145 million a year, 218 is spent on offense. Shit, you and you're telling me a month into the season, we just haven't clicked. Okay. I'm sure that's going well at the Novacare Center. 
Man, some of you guys need a nap. <laughs> hey, big sales here, man, for our friends at Hooters, man. Hey, oh, by the way, I didn't get it out there, too. Please do me a favor to win some gift certificates. Let's do that here, too, Tone. To um, win yourself some gift certificates, you're going to see a, a code word that's going to go out throughout the entire program over the next three hours. Do me a favor. Email us at dancelioshow at gmail.com for you to win yourself those gift certificates with our great friends at Hooters, the official home of the National Football Show. We so appreciate it. Great folks have seven locations in the Northeast area, and guys like Edgardo and Patrick were our winners last week. We'll do this all the way to Friday. We'll announce a winner on Monday. All you have to do is email us your information, and you could be a winner. We'll announce that name on Monday in honor of the 40th anniversary. All great things, man, at Hooters. And again, if you don't want to go in any one of the locations, Hooters2Go.com. Tuesdays, buy 10 wings. You get 10 boneless free. Wing Wednesdays, a 40-year tradition, 1983. That's the year the place was founded. All you can eat. Kids eat for free on Saturdays. Outstanding happy hours. NortheastTutors.com. Find one of the seven locations nearest you. That's NortheastTutors.com. And when you go into any one of the Hooters, do me a favor. You tell them Big Sill sent you. Ball and Hooters, the perfect pair. If you own a company and you're not producing a podcast, you're missing out. The public consumes messaging when they're ready. Join the professional podcast network of companies and let Jacob Media Partners put you in the podcast arena. Come to our professional studio or we'll come to your place of business and professionally produce your company podcast. Call Jacob Media right now at 267-261-3428. 267-261-3428. Heading down the shore. Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. Score and save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com.
E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. So, N'Kobe Dean, is he back next week? Be interesting to see how he plays. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm more optimistic about him potentially playing well. Is he, Tone, is he back next week? Or is it five weeks? Um, should be back week five. Okay. Why do I think there's a chance that Nicobe Dean could actually play well when he comes back? Oh, you care about his stats. Well, that's what you, hey, just so you know, sports radio, that's what we get on Wednesdays, our trend book. We get percentages of what teams do the last three weeks. So the Eagles care too, because it tells you what teams do. So you may not care, and I may care, because I know, because I used to get game plans. So you don't know what you're talking about. You get a game plan on Wednesday and you bring, this is what happens when you show up on Wednesday to your meeting after having players day off on Tuesday, you get a game plan for that respected week and you bring your playbook. And what you do is you sit down, first you have a team meeting, then you break it down to a defensive meeting and you open up your game plan and on the board will be percentages of plays over the last three weeks that this respected team, like the commanders, have run. And every single statistic and number of what that team does out of I formation, brown set, wide set, spreading you out, three wide, two wide, two tight end set, unbalanced line, you'll see on a percentage of plays and how many times they run that because it gives you the intel of what they like to do. You see, teams are trying to build an identity. And so those numbers matter, just so in case you're wanting to know how you prepare every week. That's exactly how you prepare. They're trends. So you don't know what you're talking about. Have you ever been handed a playbook? Have you ever been handed a game plan? If not, shut up. You have no idea what you're talking about. You think you do. We care about stats. So do the defensive players. I want to know how many times they run out of a short side set. Of course you're lost, Barb, because it's complex. Of course you don't, and it's I'm confused. You get these numbers on Wednesday. Every Wednesday you get those numbers. Commanders, Jets, Dolphins. And you go with the last three weeks of the season for those teams. Because that's who their identity is. Just here to help. Because you see what the side is able to do with the personnel. That too, uh, Tone... But the guys in front, 
are playing great. Hurts you to say 3-0? Just admit it. Eagles are 3-0. Weren't you guys 10-0 last year? How'd that end up? I remember you asked why Dean will be okay when he comes back. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be the two things that you said, but I think it's going to be the tackle play too in front. Okay, and 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 decide probably putting him in a better position too than I thought he would. Sills played free safety, got bones broken. Um, I think when you got guys playing a run like that, that, what, that means he's going to have less contact on him. That means he's going to be able to run and scrape, which means he's not going to have to take on a boatload of guys. And those guys, last year, your D tackles, I'll tell you this. Um, your D tackles last year were driven off the line of scrimmage. That's not happening this year. That's not happening. Okay. All he has to do is not make false steps. And he has to just trust his reads, which is decide what you're saying, Tone. Okay? I don't know what Senor is talking. Okay? All I know is this. I told you, if that guy in this defense this year can't stop the run like you haven't for two years, N'Kobe Dean will not make the season. I still suspect whether he plays the whole year. I don't believe that guy's built for the NFL. I think he's a shrimp. I think he's too small. But hey, the guys in front are playing well. Okay? And you're playing better than you did a year ago. How about this? If the Kobe Dean had to play behind last year's defensive tackles, he'd get killed. He'd get killed. It's just not big enough. He's just, he's not big enough. Okay? But these guys are playing well. Um, I'll tell you what, Sills, our coach is out coached. Tampa Bay, and it wasn't even close. Same will be this week. Um, we'll see. You didn't now coach New England. That's a fact. You got your pants coached off you. Your pants coached off you. The league is still crying, stopping the push. That's dumb. I love that play. And opposing fans are wishing for Jalen to get hurt because they can't stop it. Well, that's dumb too. Who in their right mind would wish? Are you crazy? No one wishes anybody get injured. Nobody. And and by the way, I love the tush play. I absolutely love that play. It's my favorite. It's like the sky hook. The problem that you get is you got other teams. And hey, for the record, not everybody can run that play. Not everybody can run it. I, I don't know how many times I've seen college and pro quarterbacks over the last three weeks try to run that play and duplicate what the Eagles are doing, I'd say half of them don't get it. I've, you know what? I've, I can't, hey, can you guys remember? Yale, anybody. 
Neil said the idiot on Barstool was calling for Jalen to get injured on a string. That's so obnoxious. Good God almighty. Guy wants a guy to get injured so he can have a catastrophic catastrophic injury because he he's putting money down on a game. That is so asinine and, and criminal. I have no respect for that. As a matter of fact, if that's true, I have no respect for Barstool Sports. Wishing players to be hurt. <laughs> I have no respect for that. It's a brotherhood, man. There's only been 29,000 players that have ever played in the game over 105 years. I'm one of them. Whether you play 25 years, I'm one of 29,000 men. I've never wished anybody in my life for anybody in that brotherhood to get hurt. Nobody wishes that. Nobody. Stupid. I don't care if he's a bench warmer. You don't wish for players to get hurt. How bad is that? Good night. God. Seals, do you think you're an elite broadcaster? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm unique. That's why I've been doing it for 30 years. Do I think I'm the best broadcaster in the history of sports broadcasting? Far from it. I'm not articulate. Um, I piss people off. I'm genuine. I have massive flaws. I'm right and I'm wrong. I don't know. Am am, am I um, uh, Rush Limbaugh or Hannity? No. You're right, T.S. I've sucked for 33 years. I've sucked for 33 years. I'm off my meds. I don't take drugs. I don't even take aspirin. I don't, I don't, I don't do drugs. Um, so I'm going to be interested in to see Nicobe Dean coming back. Okay. I really am. I'm going to, I'm going to be interested to see how how he looks coming back and he'll be coming back for the Ram game. I don't know the Rams just got rid of uh their running back, right? And they sent him up to Minnesota. Um so we shall see how that we shall see how that goes. By the way, I do think I do think that Washington has Hey, I'll tell you what. So that's funny that guy says that about you're going to outcoach this coaching staff. How many people believe you're going to outcoach this coaching staff on Sunday? How many people believe your coaching staff was going to outcoach the Washington Commanders this weekend? How many people believe that how many people believe that you'll outcoach that commander's team on Sunday? Possibly we did it last year. You 
You did it last year. You split last year with a far inferior team. At the end of the day, we I didn't ask you that. Will you out-coach three of the two of the three games on the lesser part of your schedule? Their coaching staff has how about this? Do you guys believe that you have played a team that has just as good a talent or better talent than you so far? And here, I guess this is maybe the better way to make this point. Do you guys believe that you're the better talented teams? Yes. I do too. Then why are two of those three games where they last possession games? Because of coaching. The Vikings had no right being in that game with you, but they were. New England had no right being in that game with you, but they were. Okay? And to now even go further here, so you had Shane Steichen, and for whatever you want, Jonathan Gannon beat the Cowboys this past weekend. That coaching staff, pretty much the same coaching staff, but you've added the enemy. Beat you full strength. Right? Big Sills, it's called the brotherly shove. No more tush push. I know, I hate that too. It's really... How about this? Hey, chaos, it's kind of like wormy, isn't it? Brotherly shove. I think I'm going there with you. Okay, yeah. I think that's really kind of like... I don't know. I can't, I have to be politically correct here because back in the old days, I might say something here. Okay. <laughs> With four turnovers. Keep, keep reaching for them excuses, dog. <laughs> you turned the ball over four times. Okay. Well, that's on you, not on Washington. Well, we, we, we turned the ball over four times. <laughs> How's that on them? <laughs> Tush push is way too zesty. <laughs> Dude, don't we gotta we gotta start a trend, man. <laughs> we gotta because we gotta stop that, man. Tush push? Honestly, man. Hey, I, I, I feel like that play be- No, I, I won't I can't I, you know what? I don't get the latitude most people do, so I'm gonna I'm gonna Aunt Betty, I'm gonna behave. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna behave. I'm not gonna, yeah. Hey, hey, Tone, there's a respected city that I think that belongs in a playbook. Is that fair? <laughs> focusing on the one loss. Uh, whatever. LJ, I'm focusing on nothing. I'm focusing on your offense sucking right now. Okay. I like the brotherly shove. Hey, the brotherly shove. I kind of dig that too, man. First, I, I didn't say anything. Tush push sounds. Like a Pony trade. <laughs> Feels like a being potty trade. The tush push. Come on. Get the tush push. And then get the get come on, tush push. Jesus gravity. Gotta come up with a better name than that. Massive human. Hey, tush push. Every time I hear that, I'm like, yeah, I want to be a bald. <laughs> oh man. What's the formations Miami's running that are different? Bear, 
I, you know what? I got to start looking at that because uh, Sean McDermott said it yesterday. The revolutionary patterns that they're running in formations coming out of triple sets. I, I don't, I don't know what he's talking about with that. The brotherly shove. I'm in with that, man. The tush push. <laughs> Sorry, I, I. Why did I just do that? Hey, man, I re- watch it. Philly runs the greatest play on the planet. The tush push. <laughs> Sorry, I'm. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Oh, man. Seals ain't even watching football on Sundays. Don't do anything. Hold hold on. Hold on. Hold on, man. Who who said that? I'm not watching. You talk so bad about me. (laughs) Man, some of you guys are snowflakes. Really? I thought you were tougher in that city. Like, if I saw Josh Harris walk into my stadium on Sunday, I'm not allowed to promote violence or anything. You better be careful. They might stick you on Wendy's commercial with Caleb Williams. (laughs) Dude, can you imagine, man? If that hey, if Josh Harris showed up at the vet, what would happen to him? Come on, Commanders! Come on, Sixers! Don't you have a problem with that? Holy shit! Don't you have a problem with that? Come on! Don't you dare call me a snowflake. (laughs) I like the tush push. (laughs) There's not a guy in Philadelphia with any kind of backbone that likes that name tush push. Tell me, tell the truth. Every time you hear an announcer say it on TV, you go like this. "Eh." You know, I love to play. I love to play, but you don't like the name. There's not a chance on the planet you like that name. The Tush Push. Philly? Like I said, there's certain cities in America that may fit, but I don't believe that glove fits. (laughs) East Canham. East Canham likes it. Well, he's from Jersey. Who cares? (laughs) A tone goes like this. Every time I hear it, it gives me heartburn. Yeah. Oh, the Eagle Scrum. I like the Scrum. Philly special. Yeah, you got to leave that one. Hey, you got to kind of leave that in the room. And, uh, you know, you have that in glass. You know, you never break that. Like, the Philly special is kind of in a box next to the Junior Sky Hook. The catch, the drive. You kind of leave that alone. You know what I mean? Okay? You kind of leave it there. You don't really, you don't really, you don't really go there. Okay, statue. <laughs> um, 
What's my problem with Jersey? I told you before. Statue of Liberty faces the other way for a reason. So everyone in Jersey can kiss everyone in New England's ask, how you doing? <laughs> hey, Cilio, is it push, play, or brotherly shove? Or pull. I saw Goddard pulling along there. Camden's in South Jersey. It's vague. I got it, Trey. I know, Trey, I'm from the area. I know what's up. Okay? Of course the face is away from Jersey. Kidding me? Statue of Liberty's not going to face Jersey. Why would it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Steve, I will not respond to that one. I will not respond. Okay, so again, let me go back to this. So last year, you guys had Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon on your coaching staff, and those two guys are head coaches in the National Football League, right? And last year, Ron Rivera, along with Jack Del Rio, beat you. And now they've added Eric Bieniemy. Do you really think you're going to outcoach those guys Sunday? Do you think you're going to out? You're not going to outcoach Washington. You're going to once again have to outplay them. You're not better coached. They beat you last year, four turnovers. Well. That's an eagle thing, not a commander thing. Well, we had four turnovers. That's an excuse on your end when you bring that up. Do you know how pathetic that sounds? We had four turnovers. Great. Well, that's not a commander thing. That's an eagle issue. Okay. Steichen ran the ball two times in the first half. Shane Steichen's two and one in the early part of his coaching career for that owner. If Shane Steichen has a 500 coaching record, he'll be the NFL coach of the year. I mean, mark it down. Mark it down. He'll, he'll be the coach of the year. With that chaos you have in Indianapolis, and if he goes 500 in the AFC, he'll be the coach of the year. Okay? So, do you think you're out coaching these guys this weekend? With a backup quarterback. Way to go, JM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But, so you're going to outcoach them. So you think Brian Johnson's a better offensive coordinator than Eric Bieniemy? Eric Bieniemy has his quarterback playing Jalen Hurts football, and he's Sam Howell. 
What's Brian Johnson's excuse? Because since you guys want to blame Brian Johnson, so you think Brian Johnson is in the same category as Eric Bieniemy? Interesting. Score prediction. Let me guess. It'll be close. It's a divisional game. Of course it'll be close. You split with him last year. This guy makes it sound like you blew him off the field. You didn't. You did in the first game. Or I think it was the first game you blew him out. Uh, Senor, every game you've played except this buck game was close. You haven't blown a team out. Look at Senor line. You haven't blown anybody out. <laughs> Who'd, you blow? Who'd you blow out? The Bucks? Okay. What was it? Eight? Nine? I guess so. Ten's kind of getting there to a, you know, dominating. Yeah. Running teams don't blow teams out. They don't score enough. Hey, hey, Tone, can you please put that super chat up for me? I'm not making nothing up. Love watching big sales and keep us honest and grounded. Dirty D, you're so close. And you know, I, 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 you know, I love listening to the guys on WIP. Man, Swiss going to be around here a long time. We brought it up yesterday to you too, and I even brought it up to his agent. He goes, there's not a chance he's in Philly next year. I said, do you think there's really a chance if this guy has 1,500 yards and 60 catch? Well, he's not going to have 60 catches because they don't believe in the screen game. I said, do, you, do you really think you're going to be in Philly? He goes, no way. Agent. I talked to the agent. Never offer him. I could offer him 12 million bucks. Are you kidding me? It's not how they do business. <laughs> Woo! Barzi said Swift is the MVP. Yeah, well, they ain't going to pay him. They're just not. I'm, I'm going to take a look at some of the games coming up. Okay. I'm going to take a look at some of the games here. Hey, by the way, Aaron Rodgers, real quick. Tone said something to me prior to going on the air about what's going on with the Jets. Here's my problem with Aaron Rodgers criticizing the Jet players. What do you think the biggest problem you would have with Aaron Rodgers criticizing the Jet players for all the finger-pointing? What would be the biggest problem you have with it? If you do have a problem with it, maybe you don't. What would be your biggest problem with it? Rogers is trying to calm things down. What Yale's saying. It's melting down there now. What would be your biggest problem? I don't. He's a vet. Keon, no problem.
It's hypocrisy. He's in the back seat. Okay. So I guess he goes on the uh, Pat McAfee show. And he's criticizing people from Malibu. You're not in the fire with him. Well, he's rehabbing. Well, then shut up and wait till you get there. So you can help and look players in the face. Instead of criticizing people from Malibu in your beach house in California. I think that's obnoxious. You're criticizing your teammates from Malibu, California. The one thing we got this triple option right now, we're not out coaching them, trying to figure out if we run the West Coast or triple option. You can't run the West Coast. You're criticizing your football team from your beach house in Malibu. Okay? You're criticizing and you're being paid all that money, and you're a teammate. You were brought there as a teammate, and you're criticizing your, your, your teammates from Malibu. And after you criticize them, you go have a white wine spritzer and put your toes in the sand. I'm not in the same seat. I'm not paid by the Jets. I'm not playing pro football. I've been in radio 33 years. I'm paid to criticize and to give wreaths and throw glowing reviews. That's my job. Whether it's in San Francisco, Tampa, Miami, Dallas, wherever. I'm not the quarterback of the New York Jets. <laughs> I mean, you're comparing me to the quarterback of the New York Jets. How toolish is that? Woo! Woo! Let me sit in the beach house. Look at these guys, man. These guys are all this and that. Yeah. Uh, hey, Dan, do you think Rodgers will play again? I do think he'll play again. He's not going to go out like that. He's not going to go out like that. Absolutely not. Okay? No way. Guy's sitting in his beach house doing this. <sighs> hey, man, those guys better shut their hole. Give me a break. He's probably high. Hey, Bear, okay. Look at it. These guys shut their hole. Hey, wait a minute. I got a dinner to get to in Santa Monica. I can't be bothered with this right now, so I'll get back to you. Just tell them to be quiet. I got to get to my dinner party in Santa Monica. I reserved this thing two days ago, and I don't want to lose my seat. How you doing? <laughs> Oh, man. Criticizing his teammates. I don't know what's going to... Hey, what's a worse look? Criticizing your teammates from Malibu or Joel Embiid on Sunday wearing a commander's jersey? <laughs> God. Dear, I don't really pray for a lot of things. 
except well-being and my family's health. Please, James Harden, I know Tone's going to hate this. Please, for big sills, please have Joel Embiid and James Harden and Nick Nurse all in commander uniforms on Sunday at Lincoln Financial and do a set and do like 700 cutaways. Please. Thank you. I pray. <laughs> oh my God. Dude. Can you, Hey, you know what, you know what that'll look like? Do you know what that'll look like? Every single fan in the, in the stadium at Lincoln Financial will do this. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. All right. All right. <laughs> hey, that parking lot be, might be tough to get out of. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, Tone. Hey, you think you see riots like going into like um, like targets and stuff? Holy Maron. Woo. Sills, please have Skinny Joe on the show to make some NFL picks. Who's Skinny Joe? I'm not paying any more of my emotions. <laughs> Dude, I like the black hat, man. I like the black sixer hat you have. Shit, dude. I like the black sixer hat. I like that hat you have. I totally dig it. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, you see Joel and B- Dude, the story won't be the Eagles killing the commanders. The story will be, hey, did you see Josh Harris waving and cheering, getting hammered in the owner's booth? Game's close. He's cheering. Good, good. Hey, so wait a minute. So just just to like just to end this thing here. I like it too. <laughs> it goes with my Lincoln Town car. <laughs> hey, so let me ask you this. So do you understand that guy's gonna be cheering against you Sunday? You, you the owner of the 76ers is cheering against you Sunday. Big Sills, with our coordinator being more competent than Gannon and with less talent, should we be encouraged when playing? Yeah. Yeah. I think this guy's good. I think this guy, I think Sean Desai's good, man. I really do. Ray goes, who cares? So, Ray, so you don't care paying season tickets to a guy who roots against you. All right. Each his own. Do you care, Philip? You know? Okay. So, like, if you were buying a ticket from a team and you knew the guy owned the team, but he was rooting against you, you still buy the ticket from the guy? Or would you watch it at home and not support the guy? What would you do? Watch it at home? Would you really pay money to Josh Harris for rooting against you? Okay. I, I We and me are different. I, you and me are different. I would never do that. I'd watch the Sixers at home. Never go to a game ever again. I would never do that. 
I would not. He's going to be cheering against you Sunday. And the problem I have with it, it's not that he owns the commanders. Is that he's trying to hijack your tax money to build your him a stadium where he gets full benefits from downtown. And to make you pay for a house for him to live in and to increase his net wealth and you get no benefits except waving pom-poms and watching your team bow out in the first round. You don't have a problem with that? You have no problem with that. I'm talking bigger picture here. I'm talking about finances, money, your community. You have no problem with that. Dude, honestly, he wants you to build him a home that he can live in downtown off your tax money on a promise he's never completed. And he's going to root against you Sunday. Damn. <laughs> Scott says, Sills doesn't know shit about Josh Harris from a can of paint. I just know this. He's rooting against you Sunday. He wants a new stadium downtown. You're probably never going to get it. Okay. And he promised you a process that has never came through. What's not to know about Josh Harris? I'm a fan. I don't give a shit about his business dealings. I care about what I like. So you want me as a Philadelphian to raise his net value off my back on tax money, and he's going to roof against me on Sunday. And that's cool. Sills is no NFL fan of any team. I have no team I root for. I don't root for any team. I root for players, perfection, and greatness. Okay? Ed Snyder cared. You're damn right. I love Ed. You should come on my show. Dude, Ed Snyder was one of the greatest NHL owners in the history of sports. Do you know how many times me and him would email back and forth? Do you know how many times when the Flyers would come down and play the Lightning and I was doing my morning show that he would come on him and Bobby Clark when Bobby was running the franchise? They would come on all the time. You know who follows me on Twitter at Dan Cilio Show? Bernie Perrant. I'm friends with Bernie Perrant through Ed Snyder. That's how I met Bernie Perrant. You don't know anything about that. <laughs> Your owner loved me. Clark loved me. He didn't really like the fact that I loved Lindros, though. Okay? He didn't really... I saw a hey, Barb, I'm not going to lie to you. I did love Lindros. Okay? Sorry, but I did love Lindros. Okay? I'm a Lindros guy. I, I, I did. Okay? 
He was friends, Jack Wagon. This guy, Keon, has like three, you're three decibels, Keon, away from being like really somebody that we may have to have eating food through a straw and have home care for. Okay? Seals is for real. And so is Lindros. Dude, I love Derek Lindros. Hey, hey, real quick. 11. <clears throat> Keon, I'm kidding. Hey, 11. My friend. God, do I? Oh, I, no, I don't have the puck up here. I used to. Um, so I was told this, that uh, Scott Stevens, I love Scott Stevens. Hey, Barb, Scott Stevens in that playoff game, daddy annihilated him. He told Eric Lindros three times. And get this, Scott Stevens is from Medicine Hat, Canada. I love Scott Stevens. One of my favorite players of all time. What an ass kicker, man. He told Eric Lindros three times to pick his head up. Pick your head up. Skated by him again. Pick your head up. Third time, he knocked him out. I, and, and I go like this. So Scott Niederman told me, he goes, yeah, man, he told him three times. <laughs> Scott Niederman goes, dude, he told him three times. Ken Danico goes, I heard it too. I was friends with all them flyer guys. There was a hey, Yale. Do you guys, do you guys ever hear the name Lou Lamorello? Love Lou Lamorello. I'm sorry. I'm talking hockey, but I'm a hockey guy. I'm a hockey guy. Hey, Lou Lamorello. I love Lou Lamorello. I, I think he's in, where's, where's Lamorello now? To, Toronto? Is he up in Toronto now? <clears throat> I think he's up in Toronto. Anyway, dude, man, he's like, yeah, Scott told him three times, man. And he, Eric Lindros and Scott Stevens were great friends. Okay. Don't worry, Joey. I take care of the content. It's all good. Oh, he was up there. Okay. Dude. They left him laying on the ice for five minutes. Keon, I thought, I mean, right in the middle. Right in the middle of the logo, too, man. I, hey, hey, Barb, I won't lie to you. I had that as a screensaver <laughs> for about four years. I'm not going to lie to you. It was a screensaver for about four years. Lindros on the logo. <laughs> Steve, hey, hey. It, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was my screensaver. I, I've had two screensavers. Hey, you know what? I never thought about this with you guys. I've had three screensavers. Tone, I got one now when I played. But back in the day, it was Bednarik standing over Gifford, and it was Lindros on the ice. Oh, yeah, those are my, I, those are my two screensavers. That I, <laughs> I never thought about it. They were Philly-related. Lindros as a player, amazing. He had issues off the ice, but they tried to change his his game, and that, they did try to change his game. You know, Bobby Bobby wanted him to be more like, hey, Ace. I don't want to get off the subject here because I, I want to look at Week Four of the NFL. But they wanted him to play more like Messier. Okay, they they okay they wanted him to play more like Messier, and he didn't have Messier's game. Messier is the greatest captain of all time. Him and him and I would say Brian Trottier. Those two guys and were probably in the same category in my lifetime. Brian Trottier and and um and Messier. 
These guys are great. All right, I got to – hey, listen, guys. We're going to look at week four. My friend Jason Cole for uh, Yahoo Sports, Pro Football Hall of Famer. We're going to talk to him. That'll be in the third hour at 5.30. Don't forget our good friends at Hooters. Seven locations in the Northeast area. All you have to do is go to any one of them. You'll understand what I'm talking about. It's the 40th anniversary. The iconic Hooter girls are there to serve you. You're absolutely going to love it. NortheastHooters.com. Find one of the seven locations nearest to you for you to enjoy it. If you don't want to go into any one of the places, go to HootersToGo.com. Also, Tuesdays, how about some of the 40-year traditions? Buy 10 wings. Get 10 boneless. Free. Wing Wednesdays, a 40-year tradition. I say this to you guys, man, all the time. 1983, that's the year the place was founded. Six bucks, six items. That's right. Try the fried pickles. Absolutely insane. Happy hours. NortheastTutors.com. That's NortheastTutors.com. And when you roll into any one of the locations, do me a favor. Tell them Big Sill sent you. and Hooters, the perfect pair. If you own a company and you're not producing a podcast, you're missing out. The public consumes messaging when they're ready. Join the professional podcast network of companies and let Jacob Media Partners put you in the podcast arena. Come to our professional studio or we'll come to your place of business and professionally produce your company podcast. Call Jacob Media right now at 267-261-3428. Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. Score and save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles
This will be a very controversial conversation here. Because I want your opinion on it. I could just see my aunt getting nervous right now and everybody else on the planet because it is. Top of the hour, look at week four. Um, gonna, see, what, I'm, what I do here when I come back, I was told a lesson by Rush Limbaugh years ago when I went down and watched him for two weeks do his radio show after I got into a little bit of trouble. They told me to write my words out so I could see them. And it's been a helpful thing ever since 2012. So I write out the words. Yeah, Gabe Hobbs sent me down. I worked at Clear Channel for 16 years. And he sent me down to um, West Palm where Rush used to do his show. And again, I, I'm not talking about his politics. I don't give a shit about his politics. I cared how he delivered content. Rush would show me the Miami Herald. I'd read it to him. And then he'd read it to me and I'd go, holy shit, it's so different. It's delivery of content. Okay? It's delivery of content that I cared about. I care about someone's politics. That is irrelevant. Okay? Trouble, hard to believe. Yeah, well, because guess why, Quan? I'd rather be pulled off the ledge and pushed to it. Sorry, it's how I've always had my career. Um, Mel Tucker. Brenda Tracy follows me on Twitter. Has accused Mel Tucker. King of content. Thank you, Maniac. Kind of all I care about. Mel Tucker's been fired today as Michigan State head coach for inappropriate behavior with Brenda Tracy, who is a gang rape victim. I've spoken to her numerous times. Um, and I admire her. She goes around. Mario Cristobal has had her down to the university of Miami and she has spoken to the players down there. Cause when you're young, you, 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 you just don't think a lot about outside things like how to conduct yourself around women or have, Hey, it's true. Was I the best? Probably not. But because I was raised by my grandparents and my grandma and my aunt, I kind of thought I handled myself because I've never been accused of anything like that. You know, pretty much the only thing I've never been accused of is is, is like murder and not inappropriate behavior. I've never had that because I don't believe in that. Joy Taylor would tell you she worked for me. She's my producer. I've never been accused of that in my entire career, inappropriate behavior, because I don't subscribe to that kind of stuff. Women have every right to have a chance to be in this profession. Okay? Here's my problem with this story. That's right, Barb, I've been married for 33 years. Maybe 34. Anyway, um, They've had 20 to 35 text messages. Mel Tucker supposedly sent inappropriate Brett Favre-like pictures of his cannoli to Brenda Tracy. 
Brenda Tracy kept continuing the conversation. And then today they fired him with cause so that they didn't have to pay him the $80 million. My question to you is, when someone sends you a cannoli picture of a private part, don't you go to the authorities right away? Why do you need 30 more of them? Are you setting the guy up? Do you want more inappropriate behavior because you believe no one will believe you? I, I just find the whole story weird. And they were like building some type of relationship. Was this more about Michigan State wanting to not pay him the remaining $80 million? Or was this about the inappropriate behavior? Trey, I don't know. I don't think it's extortion, Trey. I, I think it's got a lot because they fired him today with cause. You know what that means? They don't have to pay him anything. They pay him his last paycheck out the door. And they don't have to pay him in a settlement. There's $80 million of a $100 million contract that's still out there. So now the real zeal says something here. When you're a coach and you're in charge of a hundred kids, you're guilty. You can't act like that. Well, he didn't do anything wrong. Yes, he did. You violated a morals code on being a coach when you're going into kids' homes saying, I'm going to make this kid my son and treat him like I would my son. Sending dick pictures to people over your text as the head coach Michigan State, let alone anywhere else. Michigan State, Larry Nasser, that whole mess, you act inappropriate like that, whether you're innocent or not, you're guilty. You're guilty. You're the head coach of Michigan State. You're held to a higher law. You're held to a higher law. You can't act like that. They just came out of a massive lawsuit where a guy was raping 12-year-old girls that were in gymnastics. And I just, it's, it's a complex story. What do you do? You just, I think you just have to conduct yourself with a higher moral code than to sit there and try to spark up a relationship with someone who goes around the country and promotes safety for women on campus with athletes acting inappropriate. It just can't. So Mel probably right in the end, she tried. The 30 text messages I don't get. When you act inappropriate with a woman, you don't need 29 other text messages to show that a guy's not acting appropriately. It just seems like a setup and over the board. I mean, Michigan State now not wanting to pay. It's really an awful story because those kids are left behind in the ruin. You got 85 to 100 kids left at Michigan State that were brought there by Mel Tucker under the premise that they were going to have a chance to win a Big Ten title. 
Now you know what they're doing. They're answering questions about their coach, their culture, and Michigan State's behavior and how they handle athletes and the kind of people they bring in. That's unfair. That is so unfair to the players. The players are the collateral damage. It's like the children in the divorce here. Okay? Okay, it just, it just, yep, Lucius goes, Sills, you don't know if he sent 30 in the same day. That, to me, makes him guilty. His behavior has to be above board, especially at Michigan State. I mean, anywhere. I'm not just saying that, but Michigan State just had Larry Nasser there. They still have a good men's hockey team and a good hoop team. I mean, if Joe, Joe Paterno, this sounds like Joe Paterno stuff. Except this. Joe didn't do anything about anything. Well, Joe never did that shit. Joe didn't do this. Head coach, had he never did anything. Except nothing. You know what I mean? Look at how you look, Joe. Joe Paterno never acted inappropriate. A coach on his staff did. And he looked the other way. And that's why Joe Paterno is reviled today. That's right, Yale. You have to respect everybody in the workplace and who they are and what they're... You're not there to get dates. Did you ever meet Joe Paterno? Absolutely. He recruited me. Absolutely. So did Jerry Sandusky came into my home in front of my grandparents and recruited me. Absolutely. Jerry Sandusky will go down as one of the greatest defensive coordinators in the history of college football. Completely one of the greatest coordinators in college football history. He was earmarked to get that Penn State job until all the behavior came out. Tremendous coach. Tremendous tremendous coach. Trey goes neglect. Yes, he's guilty. That's what I'm saying, Trey. Head coaches are held to a higher standard. You can't look away, and you can't participate. Whether the law is on your side or not, you're guilty. It's, it's, it's a shame because I think Mel Tucker's a heck of a coach and he's worked his way up to being that. And now he'll never coach again. He'll never coach again. Ended a career with a career move. It's one thing to get beat by Rutgers. It's another thing to get beat by your own behavior. Hour number three. We're going to take a look at week four. Jason Cole will join us at 5.30 Eastern time. Hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Hooters, the perfect pair.
If you own a company and you're not producing a podcast, you're missing out. The public consumes messaging when they're ready. Join the professional podcast network of companies and let Jacob Media Partners put you in the podcast arena. Come to our professional studio or we'll come to your place of business and professionally produce your company podcast. Call Jacob Media right now at 267-261-3428. Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. Score and save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. Watch Colorado, Oregon this past weekend because of Tiger Woods. Wait, I mean Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders, I didn't realize it until he became the head coach of Colorado that he is a cultural icon. I knew he was great as a player. I've known him since he was 17. But I didn't realize how the country thought of him. He is such a polarizing guy. What a polarizing coach, player. Is Dion the greatest athlete we've ever seen? In my lifetime, let me think. Bo or Dion? Two different people. Bo or Dion? Who would you take? Bo was such a short time. I played against both of them. I was on the field with both players. Wow. Bo, Michael? No, they played in the same generation. Not true. Not true. They played in the... Bo is a little older. So if you want to go there, he's a little older. Not a lot. He's not a lot older. Dion played against him in college. I think his freshman year, Dion played against Bo. 
Um, both for you, Maniac. But, and, hey, Bo Jackson was an all-star baseball player and an all-star football player. Dion didn't Dion play 10 years in baseball and a Hall of Fame career in football? And now there's a potential that he could be a Hall of Fame coach. Oh, hey, Yale, hey, people, I think that thing's going to be 42-25 this weekend, USC. The score doesn't matter. The score doesn't matter. Really, it doesn't matter. He's won. Just remember that. Score doesn't matter. All these people that are wishing for Dion to get beat, that boat sailed. He's won. Dion's got a World Series ring. Dion has a World Series ring and a Super Bowl ring. How many people in American sports can say that? Let me think. And Dion did not suck in baseball. How many people could say that they have a Super Bowl ring and a World Series ring in American sports? Can you think of one? Dion is an absolute icon epitome of what children should aspire to be absolutely dirty a tremendous role model tremendous role model Dion is the only guy is Dion's the only American sports athlete to have a World Series ring and a Super Bowl ring that's crazy and he, and he was a major part of it Think about that. You're the only you're the only guy in American sports to have done that. Yeah, he's a once in a lifetime. And now who here's the here's what's really wild. Look at we saw Michael Jordan try to become an executive. He sucked. We saw Phil Jackson try to become an executive. He sucked. We're watching Dion go, hey, I think I'll coach. And you're like this, oh, Dion's going to coach, you know, hey, man, it's going to be Flash and all this bullshit. And, it's a, and all of a sudden you're like this, oh, wait a minute. This guy can actually coach. He's good. He's good. That's a super special talent. We knew it back in the day. I told you guys a story when he was a freshman. We had this gargantuan Miami team. First round draft choices everywhere. Jerome was on the team. We were, me and Jerome were starters on this team. You like how the Canes at Penn State are looking? I do, Laura. I do. I do. Miami's got to show me they can win consistently. Penn State looks awful good. They could win the Big Ten. You know, people keep telling me how good Michigan is, who they've played. I haven't seen Michigan play anybody. At least Ohio State played Notre Dame at Notre Dame. That's a game. Michigan's played Rutgers. Come on now. Um, so we, we're, we're playing there, and Vinny Testaverde wins the Heisman Trophy that year. Vinny had, I think, six picks or nine picks. 
Dion had three of them, and he was a freshman. Everyone on the field was doing this, and he was like a punt returner. I think he's from Naples. He was living in Naples when he was a kid. Michael Irvin and him are very tight. And we were we were like this. Who the hell is that? I think he wore two. He was so good. He, he was totally the best athlete on the field. And there were athletes everywhere. There were 69 of my my roster, of my 85-man roster on the 86-87 Miami Hurricane team. 70 guys has 75 guys went in the top three rounds. There were first-round draft choices everywhere. And he was the best player in the field. He was really great. If Bo Jackson didn't get hurt, he would have been the best to ever live. Bear, if Bo Jackson didn't get hurt, you know what the prime of Bo Jackson is? Is that Bo Jackson is not in any Hall of Fame. And Bo Jackson is a Hall of Fame talent in baseball and football. Okay? Think of that. Like, here, Shady McCoy is not better than Bo Jackson. Um... Adrian Peterson's not better than Bo Jackson. Let's hear Frank Gore's not better than Bo Jackson. Emmett Smith's not better than Bo Jackson. Pick one. Peyton, Brown, Simpson, those guys probably. But Bo was elite. Those no. And the only reason he's not in the hall is because he did get hurt. That's it. He just got hurt. Adrian Peterson is not better than Bo Jackson. Not by a mile. He's too, get this. Brian goes, come on. You obviously didn't know that he's six, two and a half, 245 pounds. And he ran a three, nine Who does that? He ran a three, nine At 240 pounds. Three nine. Do you understand that? Three nine. Like he outruns pursuit. All right, let's take a look at some of the games in week four here. Let's do Thursday. Start there. Um, Detroit at Green Bay. You're buying a Jordan Love. Are you buying Jordan Love? I am. I'm looking at Jordan Love. You know what I'm saying? Hey, by the way, you're right, Yale. This is a big game here for both teams. Detroit's got to show me, man, that they can win consistently. And it's at Lambeau, right? Golf versus Love. I'll tell you what, it's a big game for Jordan Love. Okay? I mean, I actually like this kid. Atlanta at Jacksonville. Jags got to do something here. You can't lay another egg. Jacksonville has been a disappointing team. They've been disappointing. 
Okay? They've been a disappointing team. How about this gargantuan game? Miami at Buffalo. Who do you got? Wow. Man. Allen and Tug of Iola. Shit. What a game. Game of the weekend. Really. Nationally. By the way, if Tua wins this game and beats Buffalo in Buffalo, how much are you paying him this coming offseason? How much would you pay him? He throws for 5,000 yards and 45 touchdowns. And they go to the AFC title game. And they're like 14 and three. How much are you paying him? The Dolphins picked the option up, the fifth-year option. How much are you paying him? Are you paying him, like it, Barb, are you going to pay him more than Hurts? Dude, why would you franchise tag a guy who is a Super Bowl quarterback? Why would the Dolphins do that? What, that would be an insult. Guy had his marbles knocked around for the first couple of years. You know, my wife's been, hey, you want to hear something crazy? My wife has been saying this the whole time. He just needs to get healthy. He just needs to get healthy. I kept doing this. Man, you got to move off this guy. Because it just seems dangerous. You've got to move on. And you're like, now you're watching him? Honest to God, he looks better than Patrick Mahomes right now. How much do you pay him? Okay. Why do I? I would never compare Tua to Hertz. Hertz is nothing of a passer like Tua. Zero. They don't even look alike. Nothing resembles it. Okay. Nothing resembles it. Bear goes 60? What are they paying Burrow, 55? So you're going to pay him $57 million a year. Mm. That's a big game for Josh Allen and Buffalo, in my opinion. Denver at Chicago. What a train wreck. Both teams. Who's the bigger train wreck, Chicago or Denver? Who do you think is a bigger train wreck? Denver or Chicago? I'd give to a five years, 260 million, 195 guaranteed. Wow. Denver, because of the expectations. I agree with you, Tone. I, I, I think Chicago is a train wreck, but Denver is an absolute disaster. That's the Titanic. That's the Titanic. Denver's the Titanic. Ship's going down. Chicago, the ship was already at the bottom of the ocean. The third bowl. <laughs> How about this game? Baltimore, Cleveland. What a division. For the first time since he's been in Cleveland and after that entire mess, I saw Deshaun Watson show up. That was Deshaun Watson Houston last week. 
outside of that bonehead play. Lamar's got to win a game like this. He's got to win this. Okay? A lot of expectations in Baltimore, too, but that's a big game, man. That's a big, giant ball game. Cincinnati at Tennessee. Burrow won on Monday night. He's got to right the ship to get that thing to two and two if you want to stay in the race in the AFC. You cannot fall to one and three. And man, I'll tell you one thing about Tennessee. They're so well coached. I love Mike Vrabel. He has no talent on that team. And dude, you're trying to win AFC championships with Ryan Tannehill. I don't, I mean, I get the whole Derrick Henry deal. Get this. So Tennessee has a great running game and they have a quarterback who's not really a consistent guy at quarterback. And you're trying to tell me you think Tennessee's going to win a Super Bowl? The Philadelphia Eagles are in the same rope. And they're in the same boat. They're the same kind of team. They rely on a running game and a quarterback to make plays. Tennessee can't make plays. Right now, your quarterback's not making plays either. L.A. Rams, Indianapolis, that'll be an interesting ball game. Minnesota at Carolina. Ugh. I guess Bryce Young's starting. Um, Minnesota's got it. I mean, you are a lesser team without Dalvin Cook. You are going to have to explain that to me. Why you would take Dalvin Cook off that team and think you're better because you don't want to pay $8 million. Right there in a nutshell shows you how some teams operate with the cash register instead of common sense. The common sense thing is you're trying to accumulate players. So they just make a move to get a running back, the kid from the Rams. The money that you spent to get him and your draft pick, why didn't you pay the $8 million? I don't get it. It's so bad. You're not even fundamentally thinking that that is right. Pittsburgh at Houston. Hey, CJ Stroud looked good, man. He looked pretty good last week, didn't he? Okay, he did. He looked pretty good. Eagles time of possession, 83%. Yes, sir, baby. That's what happens when you have the Oklahoma Sooners wishbone. Mm. That wishbone offense that you run in Philly, fantastic. That's the best wishbone offense I've seen run in the NFL probably since Bronco Nagurski. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Bronco Nagurski would be proud of the Eagles. And so would Chuck Bednarik. <laughs> hey, Concrete would be exceptionally happy with the way the Eagles win games. Defense and running the ball, baby. What a great wishbone offense. Yeah, hey, what was that guy's name that ran the wishbone that I played against? Jamal Holloway. Jalen Hurts is Jamal Holloway. <laughs> He's not Jamal Holloway, man. Jamal Holloway couldn't hit the broad side of a barn with the pass. He's not. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, yeah, Jamal Holloway hurts. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, <laughs> it's called swimming. <laughs> yeah, that's why they change all the rules for the running backs and they're trying to get rid of the running game in the NFL. It's it. Keep it going, dogs. You do it. You're doing it. Uncom- hey, you're doing it like Dion, unconventional. You got Jamal Holloway Hurts. <laughs> hey, Tom Osborne and Barry Switzer would be very happy with you. Hey, hey, yeah. What was the guy's name that was the te- uh, Fred Akers at Texas with uh, Earl Campbell? How you doing? I'll never. Oh, come on, Tone. I'll never apologize. You get done what you need to get done until it gets done. Three and oh, <laughs> Tone's going right down the line with me. Hey, man, I got to ask my boy Jason Cole this question right out of the gate. I want to ask him about Tug of Viola before we get into the rest of these games this weekend. And let's bring in our friend, our friend, our Hall of Fame voter, Jason Cole. And Jace, let me throw this at you here, man. Yes. At the end of the year here, Tug of Viola, they got a big game this weekend against the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Let's say this guy gets to the AFC title game. You pay this guy $57 million? Absolutely. Absolutely. Why Why not? Why wouldn't I pay the guy? If he's improved to this level where he's dominating the league this much and he fits into the program that my head coach wants to run and I've surrounded him with the talent that I've surrounded him with, why would I change out from that quarterback? Why wouldn't I just pay him? Do I want to go back into the the – lottery that is the NFL draft and try and find another guy. Um, because if I'm the Dolphins, I remember how many years did it take me to find anybody who's halfway decent after Dan Marino quit in 1999, right? It took you know better part of 20 years to find anybody who was reasonable. Now I got a guy who's reasonable and maybe really great. I mean, there were some things that he did on Sunday and, and granted, it's a game that got out of hand. But if you were watching before it got out of hand, like that no-look backhanded throw is a guy who's incredibly comfortable with what he's doing and the offense that he's running and really understands. And that's also a move that a guy who just is sensing everything around him and seeing everything faster. Whereas a year ago, yes, I had questions. Was he sensing everything around him? He's starting to answer that question. So finding a guy who's like that, it's really hard to do. So you pay the guy. You think he's playing better football than Mahomes right now? Well, I mean, I mean, he he's, he's not a better. He's, he's not a better without Jalen Waddle. He's playing the best football. He he's playing the best he can possibly do it. He's playing the best football he can. Is he having the best year so far? Yes. Is he a better player than Patrick Mahomes? No. Don't do, don't do that. I mean, I remember having this argument with, with Armando Salguero one time. And it was a year that Randall Cunningham was really blowing up for the Vikings, right? And, you know, Favre was there. And he was reading off the stats. And he was saying, oh, Cunningham's better than, better than Favre you know, on the stats. Just look at the results. Look at this. And I said, okay, guy. Okay, Armando. We're going to choose upsides for a game. You have first pick. Who are you taking at quarterback? 
Are you taking Randall Cunningham or are you taking Brett Favre? And he stopped and he said, I, okay, I, I give, I give. And that, that's just how it is. So you're picking on another Miami guy. That's all right. I love Armando. He went I, I love Armando too, but but I mean, this <laughs> is the nature of the argument, okay? If you're going to make that argument and say, oh, he's playing, but yeah, he's having a better year. So far, statistically, he's playing as well as he possibly can. And that's like saying, yeah, there were years where Michael Jordan wasn't the best player in the NBA. Somebody else played better. That doesn't mean he wasn't the best player in the NBA. Absolutely. Um. This guy in Miami, Mike McDaniel, this guy's got like a Hello Kitty backpack. He shows up to like office in a Tesla and like, you know, he's really eccentric and kind of weird, but I like there's something about him. Well, he's honest. He's he's like, and Sean McDermott said it yesterday morning, when you put a game film on and you watch some of the things that they're doing, it's revolutionary in some of the designs that they're doing right now offensively. Have you been impressed with him? Yeah. I mean, look, any guy who's authentic, it's like the whole thing. Yeah. Be who you are. At the same time, what are you bringing to the table in terms of knowledge? And there's one comment that somebody, I don't know if it was a broadcaster or somebody else. I think it was Albert Breer relayed this story. It was on a, in a podcast I was listening to. He said, McDaniel believes that every single day he walks in, he has to prove that he's the smartest guy in the room by bringing something to the players that they didn't know. So he puts a pressure on himself to be so expert at what he's talking about that, you know, he's really on top of his game all the time. And then I think if you take a guy who's like that, who's really inventive and thinking, and you give him the weapons that he has right now, like, because they just got speed. Everywhere. Everywhere. And Vic Fangio has made an impact on that other side of the ball. Absolutely. But offensively, each one, every one of their weapons uh, is a guy who can run. And I'm not saying that they're the best. I think that the 49ers, for what they do still have, when you talk about tight end, wide receivers, running back, they have the best complementary core that any quarterback could want, okay? Because they all fit into the system the way that they're supposed to fit. But if you're just talking about guys who can just take a field and stretch it out and cause and cause havoc, I mean, they, the Dolphins have that. Um, uh, they just they have every every weapon a guy who can go to the house anytime if you give them any kind of space, and that puts an incredible tension on the defense. Jason, indulge me here because I want to throw something at you. Um, and it's about Jalen Hurts here. And I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to throw something at you right here with, um, with these numbers here. And I hear people in Philly listening to WIP and all these folks that talk to me. Hurts right now is 20th in passing yards. He's 21st in attempts, 18th in completions, 10th in completion percentage. He's 20th in yards per game. 13th in touchdown passes. QBR is 23. How? 17th. How beats him in every category? 17th in yards, 17th in attempts, 17th in completions. All of it, all the way down the list. And I would say this to you. I'm not saying to you that Jalen Hurts and Sam Howell are compatible. I'm just saying that that offense in Philly's regressed. 
I mean, it's a oh, month into the season here. You don't expect- well, well, no. no, no, no. It's three games. Okay, it's we're going games. into the fourth. We're going into the fourth game this weekend against Washington. Okay. That's four, that's that's a month into the season. Okay, <laughs> so like- what? So what? You're going to give them the latitude that you? I mean, if what's Miami the, what's gets the, what, credit, what's their rec- what's their record? They're three and zero. Oh. Are they playing complimentary football? No, like between the offense, they're playing one-dimensional football. All right, I think I think they're a little closer to playing complimentary football. They're, they're off to a rough passing. start. I mean, look, they're on a rough start. Okay, they're off to a rough start. There's no question about it. Okay, they didn't work that hard. And Sirianni has said we didn't work hard enough in in preseason. All right, they're a you know physical football team. I'll get back to that. They're still when I watch them play. They're still imposing their will. Like when that offensive line says, "We're going to just, we're just going to ram the ball down your throats." Okay, you're never going to win a Super Bowl with a one-dimensional football. Team. I, I understand that, but I think that they're going to get that dimension back. I think it takes some time. I think it takes some timing, and the way that they run their offense, I think it takes a little while. If you told me we were like this eight weeks into the season, I'd be worried. So eight okay, weeks be, for you is the barometer. I, I want to see. I want to give them a little look. There's some Super Bowl hangover that they're they're dealing with, right? Yeah, Kansas yeah. City too. Yeah, right. Okay. And there's some Super Bowl hangover there, right? And there's but but especially for teams that lose the Super Bowl, generally they don't come back very strong. Well, they've come back not very strong, but they're three and zero. And it's a long. And you and I both know this is an incredibly long season. I worry about teams in the second half of the season. Are you peaking then? See, let's go back to a year ago at this time. A year ago at this time, everybody was looking there going, Buffalo Bills, unquestioned, put them in the Super Bowl. They're ready. It's that. That's it. They're playing the best football. And over the first five weeks of the season last year, Buffalo was as good as it could possibly be. And I think the reason was because they were so pissed off from not from losing in that playoff game Kansas City to Kansas City the year before, not getting their, their chance at the Super Bowl, they came back and said, we're going to prove to everybody why we're the best team. And they did in the first five weeks of the season. And you can't maintain that. And they didn't. Along with the thing, along with what happened to you know DeMar Hamlin and all the other things that upset the second half of their season, they weren't peaking at the right time. Let's let's let this play out a little bit. And again, if the passing game isn't very good in you know in week eight, then okay, what are you gonna do to fix it? You know, get through the first you know quarter to half of the season, see where you are. Best team in the NFL after three weeks right now. Who's playing the best ball in your opinion? Well, overall, I think it's the 49ers. Um, if you talk about offense and defense, I mean, you can't ignore what the Dolphins are doing, uh, doing on offense. 140 points in three games is a dominating kind of effort. But I think that when you really take a look at it, the 49ers are playing the best overall football. Uh, they, that doesn't mean they've played three great games, but – they're, you know, they're very efficient. The defense is, the defense is stunning to me uh, at, t- at times, you know, dominates most, most games. You know, they got through an ugly game against the Giants, but that's a Thursday night game after a victory. They're, they're playing really good football right now. So I, I, I like the 49ers um, and the Dolphins are, 
you know, Dolphins are up there in the top four. What's more of a train wreck right now? What's going on in Chicago or Denver? <sighs> well, Chicago because of the whole defensive coordinator thing. Like, which that, is that, weird. That, well, yeah, it's weird because it feels like doesn't that feel like there's a bomb that's about to drop? Oh yeah, like when you had the federal FBI like in your house, I would think there's an issue. <laughs> well, if that's true, if that's true, and now all these other things, yeah, I, I, mean, I get it. I, you know, like I don't know what's true and what's not. You know, I read a lot of things on Twitter. I'm not investigating that story. That's that's not what I'm interested in. But it feels like the whole Alan Williams thing is a bomb waiting to go off that will detonate. Like I thought that that was so big that Matt Eberflus was probably looking at the J at the Justin Fields complaints and going, "Thank God we have football to talk about." Like as bad as what Justin Fields was saying, he was like, more of that. Yeah, Justin, go keep talking, right? Let's not have to talk about Alan Williams, all right? And whatever that is, okay? And so that's been a little bit of a distraction, but that would be a distraction in and of itself. You know, what's going on with the quarterback? And that's bad, right? It's not, it's not, to me, that's not nearly as bad as what Alan Williams could be or feels like it's going to be at some time. So that's worse. Like Denver's playing really bad football, but right now Sean Payton's trying to figure out what kind of quarterback he has and whether he's going to keep that quarterback. You know, is that is is Russell is Russell Wilson his guy or not his guy? That's the decision that's coming out this year. And somebody said, you know, who's more to blame between Sean Payton and Russell Wilson? You can do anything you want. The real question about the, the Broncos is, do they have a quarterback or not? And I think, oh, probably the answer is no. If you if you had to put a gun to Sean Payton's head right now, he would probably tell you, I'll go get the guy in the next draft. Wow, that's a $106 million salary cap decision you're going to have to but, make. But, but who's got more juice right now? Oh, Sean Payton does. Sean Payton, and Sean Payton can look and say, look, you brought me in to try and figure out whether this guy was good enough or not. I'm telling you he's not good enough or not. I'm telling you he's not good enough. I think that's where this is trending towards going, unless Russell turns it around. And Russell, in, you know, for him, he got what he wanted. He wanted Sean Payton. All right. He wanted the guy who made Drew Brees great because he believes in that he's like Drew Brees. He has to buy into this. Now, I don't think Russell's been terrible, not like last year, but he hasn't been good yet either. And I'm not really good consistent. I got I got a couple last questions here for you. Um yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, Aaron, here's my problem with Aaron Rodgers criticizing or saying something about the team. I don't have a problem with Aaron Rodgers addressing a team and telling these guys to shut the hell up. My problem is he's sitting in his beach house in Malibu, barking at guys telling them to shut the hell up when he's got a dinner appointment in Santa Monica that night. And he's telling people to do this and that. And there he is out in his beach home in Southern California. And I'm like, that's not leadership, dude. That's just talking shit to me on people. So, Jace, I'm like, you know, I mean, I get it. And I don't think you know, he has veteran equity. But doing it from your beach house in Malibu, 
I don't know. I don't think that resonates in a locker room. Do you? No, because he's not able to say it into the media and then walk in the locker room and say, yeah, I said it. You know, how, like, like, yeah. you know, how you know how guys yeah, you are. Right? What like, you say, you own it. Yeah. You own you, you said, I said something in the press. I'm walking in a locker room and you look at every, you can look at every guy and say, yeah, I said, I said it. it. Yeah. I said it. You got anything you want to say to me? Right. Yeah. Like here, you, I said what yeah, I that's said. That's when you walk in, Jason, go, am I saying something that's not true? But that's my well, point. He's in you, you I, And I get, and, and you're right. It's less effective. He's not wrong in what he said, but it's less effective the way he said it. That's, that is true. And if you're not going to be there and be bought in, you probably should shut the hell up in some respects. Okay. <laughs> right. And that's, that's, you know, and that's why it will not be taken as seriously because he will not have that opportunity to do exactly what you're saying, which is to reinforce it by walking in a locker room and say, yeah, guys, go listen to what I said. I said it. Anybody got anything they want to say to me? Am I wrong? Okay, all you need to shut the hell up, do your jobs, get it done. This guy's got to go play. This is what we got, and that's where, where it is. We don't care what Joe Namath has to say. We don't care what anybody else has to say. That guy's our quarterback right now. You stand behind him. We'll make the best out of this we can, possibly can. And, yeah, look, I do I think that Zach you know, Wilson's a very good quarterback? No, but I also think that the way that they're playing him right now, you have – like, you're not giving him a chance. Like, last week in this game, like, oh, don't make mistakes, don't make mistakes, don't make mistakes. And then the last, like, six minutes, oh, well, we got a couple of chances to, to touch the ball. Go make something happen. Well, why don't you give him the first, like, 45 minutes to make something happen? Why don't you give him a chance to throw it around and see, you know, can he, can he learn, can he get any better? You know, like, if you're so are you okay play, with Robert Sala falling on the sword for him? And the defensive guys today coming out and are a little bit upset that you know they're I, look, on the court. I, you you think that he's right, the coach? Look, I think Robert Saul is in over his head on how to solve this problem, but I don't think the solution is all that difficult. Robert, if you have a quarterback, this is the best quarterback you have. This is a league where you got to score. This is not. 20 or 25 years ago in the NFL where you can play small ball and get away with it sometimes, right? You got to play big boy football and you got to throw the ball around and you got to make plays. And he's got to prove that he can do it. And if he can't do it, then you go find somebody else, right? I don't think you're going to find anybody else. And you're certainly not going to find anybody else at a cost that's going to be reasonable. You know, uh, the Vikings are going to hold you up, you know, a big cost for Kirk Cousins if they even trade him. All right. Um, same kind of thing with Ryan Tannehill. And the other side of this is you and I both know bringing a quarterback in middle of a season. Not happening. Well, it just doesn't, it doesn't work most of the time. It just, you know, you can change a quarterback in the middle of a season. If it's a guy who's already been on your roster, like you can be the Baltimore Ravens and you can say, Hey, Trent Dilfer, make it happen for us. Right. That can work because he was in the practices. He was around. The guy's known. He knows the timing of the offense, all those things. You can do that. Jeff Hostetler, you know, Phil Sims is hurt. You can go in and take over. You've been around. You know the system. You know the calls. You know what we're trying to do. You bring a guy off the street. He's like, how does that guy like to run his patterns? You know, that Garrett Wilson guy, he looks really good. You know, what? What are? what's his body language like? That's hard. 
Like that's impossible. And and they were they were already a team that was a long shot, not a long shot, but not a primary contender, even with Aaron Rodgers. And now you're telling me you're going to like some guy off, you know, who's playing another team? I forget about it. Come on, like that's just not gonna do it. Finally, here, you know, you mentioned the Eagles being three and out and the Cowboys. There's a prime example of the difference since 2000 of the difference between the Cowboys and the Eagles right there is that the Eagles find a way, maybe not playing their best ball to be three and oh, and then you watch Dallas roll into Arizona, 13 and a half point favorites and get killed on the ground. I mean, you were dumb. Well, wait, 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 didn't you know that? I mean, like Dallas going to the Super Bowl. Didn't you know that? I, I know that. I know. No, 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 no. Did, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, didn't you already know that? Like, they're going to the Super Bowl. Just, just look at the first two games of the season. Aren't they going to the Super Bowl? That's like, what I was told. You know, you know like Jer- Jerry's like Jerry already reserved the rooms in Vegas. That's what I was told. Clubs lined up, right? Like it's already done. Like the the Cowboys are in the Super Bowl. Oh wait a second. Yeah, hey, wait! I game. fell into it. I picked them. I got them in the Bills. I know. This is for this is what they are forever, forever until they break this. They are the team that gets so far ahead of themselves. You win two games, you were like, oh, here come the Cowboys. We are, we're it. This is it. Super Bowl, baby. Come on now. You were doing it. All right. You know, like that, that's what's going on in Dallas. It's like, hey guys, you got 15 more games. Again, you know, I understand everybody gets excited, like, you know, oh, this is not working. This team's never going to win. I, I get it. I understand. And it's okay to critique that. It's okay to do this week by week. It's not reality, okay? It takes 17 games that you have to grind through all the time before you figure it out. And that's my buddy in the back, Joe, who's visiting, okay? And I'm at his place, you know? Okay. Okay. No, no, no. We... It's okay, Hoss. You can sit back there, man. It's all good. <laughs> he's got a Stanford t-shirt. Yeah. Hey, we're only talking <laughs> Cowboys, so it won't matter. <laughs> hey, finally. Yeah. So, Dak. Yeah. Okay. I mean. Interception no in the end zone tells you everything. There's no contract at the end of this. I mean, do no. the Cowboys, if this thing continues down and they don't do anything, do they move off him, or do you think they would have that conversation? What do you mean have a com- have that conversation that they let him go? I mean, what do you move they're, off? They're, move well, off. I think they're, they're going to they're going to play it until they you know they have another answer. I don't think they have another answer yet. I mean, the Trey Lance thing is silliness. You know, like Trey Lance ain't that. They have to have like their Dak is their guy until they have another answer. Does that make sense? Yes. And they don't have an other answer yet. That's that's all I that's all I'm saying with that. But Dak is not like that interception against Arizona in the end zone at the end of that game. Terrible. But that's Dak in critical situations. Yeah, you know, whether it's a third and five where he misses, you know, against the Rams, right? You know, that you know, he threw it high on the third and five, or third and seven, he misses this, or an interception in this area in a critical game. He's just okay. He's, I I say this all the time, take all the letters in Dak Prescott, rearrange them, put them in a hat, rearrange them, you get Kirk Cousins. It it surely looks that way. Hey, real quick. He's okay. 
Real he's quick. okay. He's not good enough. He's not good enough. It's just like Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, those guys, can you win a Super Bowl with those guys? Yes, if everything's perfect around them and you don't ask them to make too many big plays. If you ask them to make too many big plays, they will break your heart. And that's a league average quarterback, okay? You have to be superior in everything else. And right now the Cowboys are not superior in everything else that they can just lay down and they, you know, and they beat everybody. They're good. They're good on defense, even without Trayvon Diggs. They're good on defense. They, you know, they could have won that game, but they asked Dak to do too much. Everybody in Philly hates the word tush push. We're looking for brotherly push. A city like a city like Philly, man, tush push. I don't know. You know, I mean, I cringe every time I hear oh, that. Yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot about the uh, the macho toughness. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The, the people in Philly are a little too too above that. It's a little too San Francisco for our life. I, I, I didn't say yeah, anything. I, I said, was it I me? Because I live in the Bay Area, I can say Hey, that, wait right? a minute. Hey, was it me this time? I, I know it wasn't I, you. Okay, yeah, you're gonna, oh, yeah, but that's what everybody in Philly is thinking. Oh, it's a little too, yeah. Not, right, I wouldn't no, know no. what they're thinking. Yeah, it is. Right. <laughs> Yeah, or these macho Philly folks. Like, oh, we can't have that. That's not us. That's not, doesn't represent not our the, our ethos, our toughness. Yeah. How come I do on. this every time? Whatever. It's a, it's a it's a BS play, okay? It's just a BS play. Oh, come on. It's, it's a, a great and look, play. I, I, I don't blame them for using the play. Don't get me wrong. I'd do it too. I'd run the play too. I don't think, I have no complaint with Sirianni running the play. All right, that's what the rules say. It's sort of like the old cut block yeah. that Mike Shanahan used to use. I, I don't like the play, but I don't blame somebody for using it. Okay, go ahead. You know, until somebody finds an answer, until the league gets together and says says don't do it. But I, you know, it's not, it's not my vision of how you would run this, run that offense. That's all. Tush push. I love oh, look at that. We got the Hooters coming work. No, it's, it's tush push. <laughs> tush push. Well, as, and look, look, as a as a Jewish guy, you know, tushy is, you know, like that's that's okay. You know, like that's you know, the you know, the, Italian guy. I don't know. Yeah, you know, the, the Jewish guy, it's you know, tush, tush. Oh my god. It's a, I, like, you know, we have some, we have some Yiddish. It's Yiddish, baby. After the Jewish comment, I want you guys to get his book. That's right. That's me. That's it. Right there. That's it. Right there. My people, the Jewish people, the Jewish people, we like tush in every way possible. And a a, a free recipe with quiches in here, too. It's all good. Hey, brother, I love you, man. Thank you so much for talking. All right. I'll talk to you later. That's my friend, Jason Cole. God, I love that guy so much. He's so kind to me. What an absolutely spectacular guy. I have to take a quick time out. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Hooters, the perfect pair.
If you own a company and you're not producing a podcast, you're missing out. The public consumes messaging when they're ready. Join the professional podcast network of companies and let Jacob Media Partners put you in the podcast arena. Come to our professional studio or we'll come to your place of business and professionally produce your company podcast. Call Jacob Media right now at 267-261-3428. Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. Score and save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. Some of you other guys, here, Twiz, you guys are soft. Jason will be on next week. You think I don't, oh, that's right. You guys like to be told things in your life, and you don't like to be contradicted. Oh. (laughs) Quan, you'll never see him again because he said something that was completely contrast to what Cilio said. Are you under some impression? Even Tone and I, we disagree. It's okay to disagree. You see, our country has forgotten that debate's a good thing. You think if you pick a side, one's evil and one's bad. I like debate. Joe, too. Oh, he'll never see him again. <laughs> you guys are, some of you guys are totally snowflakes. <clears throat> I didn't grow up in a house like that. I grew up in a house where we had debate, and the person that hollered the loudest usually won, whether they had the facts or not. It wasn't important. Dan, you get your panties in a bind. No, no, you're under the impression. You have to remember something, senor. The only people that get under my skin are my aunt and my wife and my kid. The rest of you? Don't think so. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Tomorrow, Joe Theismann will join us. We'll talk a little Washington Commanders. 
And your favorite owner in Philly, Josh Harris's commanders. A Philly icon, Josh Harris, the Washington commander owner, man. We'll talk about your favorite owner in Philly's Washington commanders as they play the Eagles on Sunday. Can't wait to talk to Joe Theismann. How you doing? Hey, let, let, talk, let, I got to say this before we, we go here, because Tone sent this here. This was before Cole came on. I'll never apologize for winning games. You get it done how you need to get it done. Until it gets done, all I care about is 3-0, and baby. Mike Tomlin said it best. See that? You know, you know. <laughs> Hey, all good, man. I love Tone. See? Tone, he don't agree with it. It's all good, though, man. Sports talk. Jason, thank you for coming aboard. We thank you. I love you to death, Tone. You kidding me, man? Couldn't do the show without you. Xander, Big Joe, we thank you very much. Three to six tomorrow. And we shall catch all of you on the flip side. Football and Hooters, the perfect pair.